listening to the Twin Theory Podcast, Season 4. All right, everybody. So welcome back. Uh, This is uh, Marissa this time kicking us off for this episode. If you listened in recently, then you know that I was put in the hot seat by Courtney, who uh, proceeded to drop how many ever questions she did on me, uh, just so you could find out a bit about me. So today I have um, thrown Courtney in the hot seat uh, to ask her some questions. Uh, these will probably be a little different than the one she asked me, but, uh, you know, you'll get to learn a little bit more about Courtney in that way. So again, we're kind of doing like the, I think either it's Vanity Fair or Vogue or somebody that does 27 questions and we wanted to do that with each other, uh, just so you can kind of get a feel for, uh, each of us and kind of decide if you think we're alike or, or different. Um, and so today Courtney is going to be answering our questions and we're we're not going to speed through it like 27 questions so she's going to take her time you take time court <laughs> uh but the first question uh the first question is when you leave the house what five things must you have with you well i guess it depends on where i'm going and five things sounds like a lot usually when i leave the house i definitely have my cell phone I definitely have my ID, my driver's license. I have a card, like my debit card. Um, And I usually have a hat. That's four. I don't know what the fifth one is because sometimes I leave and I drive, so I need my keys. Sometimes I don't drive, so I won't have the keys. I'll bring like an umbrella if I know it's going to rain. But I think the basics I have with me is I usually have a hat. I have my driver's license and I have my phone and I get some sort of money on me. That's about all I leave with every single time. I know that wasn't too detailed, but that's what I take with me. All good. All good. We will take it. We will take that answer. Awesome. So rolling on to the next question, it might take a little time for you to think on this one, but if there was anything you could take back or do over in life uh, that you're comfortable with sharing with the people, what would that be? Well, um, you know, there's a lot of things I would love a do over. (laughs) There is a lot of things that I feel like I would like a do over for. Um, Man, you know, if there was anything that I could do over, and I know it's this is not a particular one thing, but I would definitely love to relive that time period with my grandparents. I definitely think if that was if there was a hey, can we do this over? Like, hey, Mr. God, can we just rewind this and just run through those again? I would definitely run through those years again. And I would say definitely at the point that I was a teenager and really start to like come into, uh, you know, myself and be exposed to more things. And I say that because now that I'm older, there's so many questions that I would have for them. Like if my grandparents is in here, I would be like, listen, we ain't going nowhere for a few days. So many questions that I have. I think like my thought process and just the way I've grown since, you know, they passed away many years ago. It's like, 
I I just really think that I would love their like their insight and their expertise to kind of what it is that I'm going through and how I could apply it to my life right now. And so definitely, I think one thing that I didn't take advantage of enough is maybe the foresight that they had and some of the knowledge that they had then. And I would just utilize that a lot better now. I I would do that if I could do it over again. Yeah, I agree. You know, just having them here and the many years they lived on life, just being able to pull just nuggets from them would be amazing. So agreed, agreed. All right. So moving on, you're cooking for yourself. What would you say you would make like a favorite dish if you're just cooking and you're cooking something up for yourself? What what would you make and why? Um, so for those that don't know, I actually do like to cook. I don't cook as much anymore, but I I do like to cook. Um, if I had to cook something up for me, I love pasta. I absolutely love pasta. Pasta don't love me, but I love pasta. Um, I would probably make some spaghetti. I'd probably make some spaghetti with my signature spaghetti sauce. And yeah, with some Italian sausage, some ground Italian sausage and, and ground beef up in there, baby. With some nice uh, Parmesan cheese on top. Have all the spices up in there and everything. Make the sauce from scratch. Yeah, yeah. If I had to make something for myself to eat, I'm not actually really hungry. Risk knew to ask this question after I'd eaten because we would have to take a break right quick. But yeah, I would make myself a nice uh, bowl of spaghetti. Nice. And I'm sure you uh, just explaining that have some listeners that are about to go make them some spaghetti now. <laughs> you just sold the spaghetti. So <laughs> note it, note it. So, so next, Courtney, do you have um, a treasured item that you would say you would never want to give up whether somebody gifted it to you gave it to you you created it would you say there's anything that is treasured to you that you have what is it and why wouldn't you want to give it up yeah you know this is a uh, very interesting question because again for those that don't know me I don't hang on to a lot of stuff at some point in time I say my goodbyes and I let it go. So for me to hold on to something forever, if you will, and not let go of it, um, my grandmother's jewelry. So when she passed away, there was jewelry that I, I got a ring of hers and a necklace. And doesn't matter how long we go, I definitely will probably hold on to a jury. Why? Well, because not only did it belong to my grandmother, but she had a specific fragrance <laughs> that she would wear and it definitely seeped into that jury. And so whenever I wear it or I even just pick it up or anything like that, I can always seem to kind of like reminisce her being there. So definitely if there was anything I could hold on forever and I plan to hold on to forever, it's, it's definitely my grandmother's jury. All right, so this might be a difficult one. You have to think on this one, maybe, or maybe not. Um, so I would say, what would you say are, what would you say are like your top characteristics that are just Courtney? Like you could just say it and everybody's like, oh yeah, that's Courtney. If you just had to name some things about yourself that just kind of makes you you, like what, what would those things be? Sporty 
in a way, sporty, athletic in a way. So anything surrounding sports, whether it's playing sports, watching sports, encouraging someone around some sports, most people that know me will be like, yeah, that's court. Um, anything that's very adventuristic. So I don't know if that's a word or if I just made up adventuristic. If not, Webster, run me my check. Um, adventuristic. Anything that's a, that's very adventurous that seems like, okay, like she said that she's going to do what? Like that she's going to go out in a hurricane and run around? Like what? Like that's a very Courtney thing to do. Like very out there um I don't know I it's really like any care anything that is a little that that push limits a little bit <laughs> I think there'd be most people would just nod their head and said yeah that's that's kind of something that you know Courtney would be uh into so I can't think of a specific characteristic because I'm on the spot in the hot seat. I'll think of one later on tonight when I'm trying to go to sleep. It's all good. You could probably pull some things from there for, from your explanation. No worries. Ah. Or you think of it in your sleep and we'll just have to hop on and edit it in. <laughs> ah, okay. So what's the weirdest dream you've ever had that you can remember? Cause I know not everybody can remember dreams, but if there were any like out there dreams that you've had or even recurrent ones that you're comfortable sharing with the people, um, what would that be? Yeah, this one is, is, uh, you know, I, I often get a lot of recurring dreams. And so I know they say you learn a lot of things in your dreams. And so, uh, I'm trying to think that now it's like, Oh, they're recurring dreams, which, what are these recurring dreams? And so this one is a very interesting one. I actually figure, I think I have figured it out because I don't have this dream anymore. But I used to have this dream for years and it's kind of peculiar. It's a little bit of a weird dream. So I'll explain it a little bit. I would always seem to be at work uh, during this dream. And I was at my desk or I was in my boss's office or I was somewhere. And somewhere in between <laughs> me just regular everyday talking to folks, I would realize that I had an article of clothing missing. Yes. Yes. Are uh, you looking at me like what in the world? I would always figure out that I had an article of clothing missing and it was blatant. It was like, okay, my shirt is all like, I am totally naked above the waist. And it was like, if you can imagine, that's a very like, weird position to be in it's a very like uncomfortable awkward position to be in but it was always weird because it was like midway through the dream it's like oh I've been at work for 30 minutes now why did I just now realize that that was what it is and I think it came from my imposter syndrome that I worked on a lot with feeling like Oh, somebody's going to figure out I'm not as good as I am or something like that. You know, things that come with that imposter syndrome. And I had to work through that many, many, many years after graduation. But I used to have that dream recurring over and over again. But it was always work. And it was always something like that, that it was like a blatant article of clothing that was missing. And then, of course, I would wake up after I realized that like, oh, something was missing. And it was just kind of a frantic feeling like, oh, my God, like I'm indecent at work with the world. But I think it was just again, it was just a personification of maybe some of the things internally that I felt 
with being in certain situations and being exposed to different things, going to certain meetings, having certain positions and titles and taking on new things and maybe not feeling that I was ready for it. And people could, you know, are people going to see that maybe I don't have the expertise or the skills or whatever that I think that I should have for this position? I think that's what it was. But very long answer to that is probably some of the more peculiar or interesting dreams, reoccurring dreams that I can think of. Okay. Okay. Nice. Nice. Um, so I have two more questions for you. So uh, this second to last question uh, is regarding STEM. So if those of you that's not familiar, that's science, technology, engineering, mathematics. I know you lean heavily into the, the E, the engineering part. But if you had to think about STEM and even within your current job and outside of your job, you still do a lot of things in STEM. A lot of your, your schoolwork and everything has been related around that. What is it in STEM, would you say, that has attracted you the most? Um, I think the biggest thing about STEM that I love is that there are no boundaries. It doesn't seem to be. It's uh, feel free to innovate and test everything. Everything is a hypothesis. And until you can prove that it, you can't do it, you can do anything. And I think that's really what I like about STEM is that um, it is an absolute, but it's also not an absolute. Like, you know, when it comes to sciences and things, um, it, it's just very free. It's very freeing and it it allows you to answer the question or at least explore the question, what if? And and I think for me, anybody that knows me knows that I ask a lot of questions, that I push limits, <laughs> that I am always very, I stay curious about a lot of things. And so I think that's why for me, STEM is something that's so near and dear because I can continue to do that in the field. I can continue to ask the questions, what if, and try to figure out how we can get to an answer. And then even once we get to the answer, continue to, to ask more questions that can make that refine the answer, make it even better. So for me, I think that's the biggest thing around STEM. Yes, it's science, mathematics, engineering, uh, technology. It, it's a lot of complex um you know, complex variables and situations and just a whole lot of things that surround it. But it just, it's something that really has no bounds. And it's just a means for me to be able to explore to the infinite amount. So that's what I really like about it. I love that. So keep that in your books. Keep looking out for Courtney Thornton as, as she evolves, because she's, she's going to, she's just blowing it up, y'all. All right, final question for you, Courtney. So ending it one on a light note, I think you asked me a similar question for mine, but if there was anywhere you could go, where would that location be and how long would you want to be there and why? If there's anywhere that I can go now, I'm assuming, I don't know if this is somewhere that I've never been. I didn't hear you say that, so I'm not, it's going to be somewhere I've been before many times. And that's Buckrow Beach. And so it's, you know, it's interesting. There's a lot of different places in the world. There's places to discover. Um, but then there's also places that I've been that I feel comfortable. And there's something there that just resonates with me and it feels very peaceful. And it doesn't matter that it doesn't matter what I'm going through. You know, some people say like, oh, when I'm stressed out, I need a vacation somewhere. For me, you know, I don't often feel that like, okay, I'm stressed out. So let me go somewhere I ain't never been before. That might cause a lot more stress. But I know where I've been that will 
help me in, in calming me and me being able to feel at peace. And so Buckrow Beach is somewhere. It's in Hampton, Virginia. And uh, me and Mercer went there a ton as kids. And we were taken there either by parents, grandparents, you name it, godparents. We've always gone to Buckrow Beach. And I've never gone to Buckrow Beach and it been a bad time. Even, you know, when I was in college and I would go there with friends and stuff, I've always gone to Buckrow and it was just, hey, let me just go there and, and just talk or just relax and just sit down or whatever. Just watch the water. Um, so that would be the answer for if it, if it's not somewhere that I've never been. But it, if it is somewhere I've never been, it's just going to be somewhere near the water. I absolutely love the water. I love looking out at the water. Uh, I'm not really a get into big bodies of water type of girl. Uh you know, I'll get on a boat, <laughs> drive a boat around here or there. I don't know about a cruise, but definitely somewhere near water where I can just sit and I can just listen to the waves and see the water. So I don't really have a particular place in mind, but if I could go anywhere and that I've never been, it's definitely going to be somewhere near the water. Awesome. And I would definitely say uh, we have that in common. I don't know if it's us growing up on the water in Hampton and from when we were younger, just walking at Fort Monroe right there on the water, seeing it crash on the side or driving over bridges all the time, going places or what it was. But definitely agree. Just if there's water nearby, it's just it's a feeling of home and, and closeness and safety. So, well, that was awesome, y'all. Again, uh, that was Courtney Thornton giving her insights. We can probably go ahead and use that to set her up her dating profile next. Uh, but, uh, just to give you a little insight into, to Courtney and who she is. And maybe if you got to listen to the, the last episode, you can kind of see where there may be some similarities that intersect or, or differences. So, um, hope you enjoyed this episode and for the next one, we'll, uh, we'll look at kind of analyzing our responses and what's different, what, what's the same and, and yeah. So with that, everybody have a good one. We're still in this nice hot summer, but approaching fall soon. So there is a break in the weather coming. Praise him, praise him. And with that, uh, this is Marissa. I don't usually host, but hey, I'm your host today and uh, signing out for today. So have a good one.